I'm going to tell you something that every successful person has to do, including you. Believe it or not, every successful person in this world has jumped. I'm going to tell you what I mean by that. You eventually, you are going to have to jump. You cannot just exist in this life. You have got to try to live. If you are waking up thinking that there's got to be more to your life than it is, man, believe that it is. Believe in your heart of hearts that it is. But to get to that life, you're going to have to jump. Now, I'll tell you why I call it jumping. When you see people in life, when you're standing on the cliff of life and you see people soaring by, when you see people soaring, going to exotic places, you hear about them doing wonderful things. Maybe you look up the street and your neighbor just gets a car every year, every two years. You know, how is he doing that? Have you ever thought, maybe this person right here has identified their gift and is living in their gift? You just got to quit looking at gifts as running, jumping, singing, dance. It's more than that. It's if you know how to network, if you can connect dots, if you draw, if you teach. Some of y'all fry chicken better than anybody else. Bake pie. Some of you cut hair, color hair. Your gift, not your education. You go get an education, that's nice. But if you don't use your gift, that education only going to take you so far. I know a lot of people got degrees, man. They ain't even using it. It's your gift. But the only way for you to soar is you got to jump. You got to take that gift that's packed away on your back. You got to jump off that cliff and pull that cord. That gift opens up and provides the soar. If you don't ever use it, you're going to just go to work. And if you're getting up going to work on a job every day that you hate going to, that ain't living, man. You just existed. At one point in time, you ought to see what living's like. But the only way to see what living like, you got to jump. And here the problem. Let me just be real with you. When you first jump, let me tell you something. Your parachute will not open right away. When you jump, it's not going to open right away. You're going to hit them rocks. You're going to get some skin tore off on them cliffs. You're going to get all your clothes tore off. You're going to get some cuts on you. You're going to be bleeding pretty bad. But eventually, eventually, the parachute has to open. That ain't a theory. That's a promise. Here's another thing. You can play it safe and deal without the cuts and the tags. And you can stand on that cliff of life forever safe. But if you don't jump, I got another promise I can make you. Your parachute will never open. You'll never know. If I were you, I would jump. Because that's the only way to get to that abundant life. You got to jump, man. You got to take a chance. Now, when I get through talking, there are those of you who have discussed this in the car. Well, I got bills. Whether you stay on the cliff or you jump, you're going to have bills. Well, if I quit my job, I'm going to ruin my credit. If you got a job, you live in check to check. Even if you got A1 credit, you can't buy nothing else no damn way. At one point in time, man, do yourself a favor. Before you leave this world, before you die, 
jump. Just jump one time. Just jump. Thank you very much. That, that's an abundance. And I'm showing you how abundant thinkers think. So if you want to, to me, you model successful people. When I was on the Oprah Winfrey show, on a, one of the commercial breaks, she said, so Lisa, how many coaches do you have? She didn't ask me if I had a coach. She said, how many coaches do you have? I said, uh, two. On the next commercial break, what do you think I did? I asked her, how many coaches do you have? She said, four. When I left the show, what do you think I did? <laughs> right? I hired two more coaches. <laughs> so success leaves clues. I'm going to give you some of the clues. And people who are living an abundant life now, you guys just allow this to be a salve of confirmation. And then for everyone else who's moving in that direction and more so in that direction, these are the things that abundant thinking people do all day, every day. One, we create micro wins so we can get to macro wins. And we celebrate the micro wins. Far more celebrations in life. Number two, we fail, but we always fail forward. See, people are going to fail. Abundant thinkers, right, huh? We fail forward. We fail and we ask the question, what lesson did I learn? Get on. I'm okay. Some of my greatest lessons came wrapped in sandpaper. They came wrapped in expensive lessons. They came wrapped with a hot credit card that I had to pay it off with. They came wrapped with a lawyer I had to hire. They came wrapped with tears on my pillow. But when I got the lesson, you gotta know I didn't have to get it. Yes, yes? Some of you are using your lesson as luggage. Use your lesson as shackles. Your lesson is your fuel to do it differently the next time. So abundant thinkers, we fail. We just fail forward every single time. Abundant thinkers, we're not only responsible, write this down to the three, we're not only responsible for our actions, we're not only responsible for our thoughts, abundant thinkers go the step further and we're responsible for our reaction. Ooh, that's juicy, yes, yes? Someone gonna chew on that on the plane on the way home, like reaction, right. Abundant thinkers not only hold ourselves responsible for our thoughts, we hold ourselves responsible for our actions, we hold ourselves responsible for our reaction before we ever do it. It doesn't mean we react and then apologize. It means we never do those things we have to apologize for. Yes, yes? We don't blame it on that's how I've always been. That's old. Grow up. You're genius. You're brilliant. That's so 08. Right? Abundant thinkers. I'm just giving you some, some nuggets. There's a ton of other things I'll share with you at other time. But I'm telling you, these are practices of abundant thinkers. Christy talked about affirmations. Abundant thinkers understand the power of I am. Anything after the word I am is true to your unconscious mind. Like anything. Anything after I am. Anything. Anything after I am. Even if you just, you know it's not true, your conscious mind will believe it. Anything after I am. So the use of affirmations is very intentional and very consistent. I was diagnosed as clinically depressed in 2001. 1998, I'm sorry. I was diagnosed as clinically depressed. Hey, didn't make sense. I had been in a relationship, I was engaged to get married, and my fiance, um, who I did not know at the time, uh, was bipolar, and he'd stopped taking his medicines under the belief system that love can cure anything. 
And so um, I ended up being picked up and thrown three feet across the room. And I ended up being choked until I passed out. And once I got out of that relationship, um, I just was different. It was different. So my mom insisted that I go to the doctor. I went to the doctor and I sat on the table and she checked me and talked to me and came back in with a prescription. And she said, Alisa, you're clinically depressed. And I felt like I heard Charlie Brown's parents talking like, wah, 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 wah. Clinically depressed, at least that don't make sense in that same sentence. And she get, handed me a prescription and I read the prescription, it had my name on it, and it said Prozac. I thought, that don't, that don't make sense, Lisa Nicole, that don't make sense. And I said, do you mean I'm sad? She said, very, very sad. I said, can I try something? And I'm not, I'm not uh, recommending you guys, if, if you're on medication, stop taking meds. Please don't do that. I asked my doctor, she agreed. I said, do you mind if I try something before I take this? She goes, yes, but I need to see you back in 30 days. If you're in the same condition, I need us to try it as best. I said, okay, I can do that. So I went home, and every day I got in the mirror, and I drilled I am every day because I realized I had forgotten who I was. I, I just forgot. I just And it was okay to forget. I just forgot. So every day. Every day for 25 minutes, I just went over the I am's. Every day, I am, I am, I am. And then I, I, I parallel that with I forgive you for. Then I parallel that with I commit to you, Lisa. Every single day. I went back in 30 days, and I'm talking to her, and I'm on fire. She's just looking at me. And I'm just talking, talking. She twisted her head again. And I'm just talking, talking. She says, wait, I got to stop you. I said, what? She goes, what are you taking? And can I have some? <laughs> I was like, I'm taking some of me. And so the power of I am, the power of I am can pull you through the darkest moment, the power of I am.